You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17, Authenticity, Why You Could Be the Next Big Thing. True originals change the world. How can you become one? What do they do differently? Well, first, let's remember why we're here, to create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community, to create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. When I was younger, There was a short period in which Guns N' Roses dominated the airwaves. Their songs were in hit movies. They played in giant outdoor festivals. Record stores were littered with their promotional materials. They had unprecedented record sales. At the time, they were just it. But I recall sitting around with my friends watching a show on Canada's Much Music, in which video clips went head-to-head in a popularity contest. You watch the video, watch a challenger, you phone in your vote, and whoever wins went on to the next round. At the end of the show, they declared an overall winner. Now, as with all popularity contests throughout the history of music, or arts in general, the winner is rarely surprising. Someone was always dominating the charts. So as You Could Be Mine by Guns N' Roses did battle and subsequently demolished the competition, they suddenly went head-to-head with a brand new video. You couldn't see the performers' faces. For all the grungy hair, the visuals were obnoxious, faceless, sickly toned and desolate. But there was definitely something interesting there. And in those five minutes, everything changed. Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit blew Guns N' Roses out of the contest. And for the next decade, I don't think there was a single song written in a major key ever again. But the point is, when you think about originals, a select few come to mind. These are the people who stay true to their vision and do something that has never been done before. Something unusual, but something that crept its way into the collective conscious, and forever change the history of the art. I could run down a list of names, and we could argue about who belongs on it and who doesn't, but there are a couple of things that are really important to remember. Number one, being original and innovative get you noticed. Maybe not right away, and certainly not without a struggle and controversy, but when a true original finds an audience, that audience stays loyal to you forever. Number two, no matter how innovative you are, you are always riding on the shoulders of giants. Everyone does some inspired borrowing. Everyone has influences. The secret to it 
is not copying those influences, but integrating the best part of those influences into something new. Number three, most importantly, it doesn't take any special quality or characteristic to be the genuine article, to be the next big thing. It'll be no surprise to you when I tell you that one of the most important things you have to do is continuously work away at your craft. Whatever it is you make, go ahead and make it. You need to be creating your art. Remember, this all starts with some sort of vision, a picture of how you want the world to look when you're done with it. You also should have some sense of whom you serve with your art. Whose life do you make better? How will the change you make positively influence the world around you? At the individual, community, or global level, it doesn't matter. But you have to have a sense of doing this for some reason that is bigger than yourself. As soon as you have that, you're ready to get started. The reason why I want you to have this, by the way, is, and I'm reminded of this every single day, if you don't have the passion, if you don't have the service mindset, you'll be doing this for the wrong reasons. And you won't have the grit and resilience. You won't have the stuff to stick with it when times get really, really hard. And the ability to stick with it in exactly those moments is what creates the success stories and what separates them from people who never make it. End of story. Now, creating something new requires that you be fearless. How do you become fearless? When you create your art, when you make what you make, simply experiment. Put things down in a place where no one will potentially see them. There's a reason why every famous artist who has since left this earth continues to produce new works years after they're gone. They all had a vault of things that were never meant to see the light of day. So start creating your vault today. Write, create, paint, build, do whatever it is you're going to do. And be childlike. Remember what it was like to be a kid? You're unbridled with fear or failure, fear of judgment, fear of injury, and that directly impacts the quality of the content you produce. The biggest hindrance to being a true original is the extent to which you inhibit your creative self by worrying about what the world expects. This takes a number of different forms. Making things that look like things, which are already popular. Because we want to make things that please other people. Keeping your mind from associating new words, new phrases, visuals, materials, melodies, because they're unfamiliar or even unacceptable. If we restricted language to words that we already knew and were already comfortable with, we'd still be speaking using grunts like our ancestors. But the fact that the word selfie is now in the dictionary is a testament to the fact that expression evolves only when people push boundaries and bring new things to the table. So don't look for safety. Don't do what's already been done. Don't do what you think is going to be popular. Be free. Throw stuff. Let your emotions go where they want to. Yell, scream, cry, whatever feels right. Or be joyful. Do stupid, messy things that you've always wanted to do but felt it would be immature or 
unbecoming. Do it every chance you get. And every once in a while, you'll do something and you'll feel a tinge of excitement, a sense of pure joy, a childlike sense of, I really like this. Now you're on to something. But be free of convention, of common structures. Pick up an instrument and do things you're not supposed to do. Hack away at it. Be sloppy. Be repetitive. Break rules. Hold a guitar upside down. Switch hands when you write or paint. See what happens. Break out of accepted patterns. Use different, unexpected tools to do the job. But whatever you do, don't be usual. Be free. Now you can keep what you make or you can throw it away. For me, I keep all ideas because all it costs me is hard drive space. So I can record everything I do, and some of it never sees the light of day. Even some of these podcasts get thrown away at the last minute because they're just not what I wanted. And that's okay. Writing for the wastebasket not only gets you in the habit of doing the creative work, but it also frees you from the idea that the outcome matters. The object is to find the moment of joy where you're building something that's truly meaningful to you. Now, Kurt Cobain was not a joyful writer. His stuff was in many cases really dark, very desperate. Or maybe to him it wasn't. I don't know. But the point is, being joyful when you write doesn't mean writing happy things. It means to make things that light up your purpose. There's something inside you that you are burning to make. It's impossible that it will be completely different from anything that's ever been made before, but it will be just enough of a variation. It'll be just enough of an evolution to make people take notice as a true original. The only thing it has to be is truly honest and truly you. So there's a fine line between borrowing from the greats who came before because they shape your history. They're the ones who give you the inspiration, the tools, the techniques that you want to use today. But what you create must be that thing that is truly your own. As you write, you'll hit that moment where you find something you think is really new, really unique, truly you. This is what you were meant to say. This is how you will reach your audience. This is how you will change the world. There's no formula for it, but it's a feeling that you get along the way. And there's no shortcut. It's the hard work of writing for the wastebasket every day. So my point is, the sooner you get started, the sooner you're likely to find it. So remember, make what you make today for yourself. Set a timer and go work on it. Guys, you are the intersection of all your experiences, all your genetics, all your attitudes, emotions, opinions. Everything you've seen and done to date is uniquely you. And that's what creates your voice. All you need to do is free it. Be childlike, be fearless, and be diligent. Take your passion that lights you up and let it energize you to do the daily work. And trust me, when you hit it, you'll know. But never ever make things 
that sound like whatever's on the charts today. Because if you do, eventually you will do battle with a true original and they'll knock you out of position. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.